You're listening to the Storyteller Series from The Salvation Army. For more information or to share your questions and comments, visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org. The Book of Acts, Chapter 3 One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer, at three in the afternoon. Now a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, Look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, Silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. While the man held on to Peter and John, all the people were astonished and came running to them in the place called Solomon's Colonnade. When Peter saw this, he said to them, Fellow Israelites, why does this surprise you? Why do you stare at us as if by our own power or godliness we made this man walk? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant Jesus. You handed him over to be killed, and you disowned him before Pilate, though he had decided to let him go. You disowned the Holy and Righteous One and asked that a murderer be released to you. You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. We are witnesses of this. By faith in the name of Jesus, this man whom you see and know was made strong. It is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has completely healed him, as you can all see. Now, fellow Israelites, I know that you acted in ignorance, as did your leaders. But this is how God fulfilled what he had foretold through all the prophets, saying that his Messiah would suffer. Repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord, and that he may send the Messiah who has been appointed for you, even Jesus. Heaven must receive him until the time comes for God to restore everything, as he promised long ago through his holy prophets. For Moses said, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people. You must listen to everything he tells you. Anyone who does not listen to him will be completely cut off from their people. Indeed, beginning with Samuel, all the prophets who have spoken have foretold these days, and you are heirs of the prophets and of the covenant God made with your fathers. He said to Abraham, through your offspring, all peoples on earth will be blessed. When God raised up his servant, he sent him first to you to bless you by turning each of you from your wicked ways. So in Acts chapter three, we see the story where Peter heals a lame beggar. Mm -hmm. And uh, John is there with him. 
And of course, they tell the beggar that, you know, they don't have silver and gold, but they do have uh, the name of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And they tell him to get up and walk. And he's able to do so. Um, but what I really like is that they point out that, hey, that power did not come from them. Mm -hmm. It came from uh, God and his Holy Spirit. And I think that's a pivotal point in us for as Christians to be able to know that we can speak mm -hmm. uh, just as God did and just as Jesus has done and be able to know that it comes from the power of his Holy mm -hmm. Spirit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So with that point, we're able to know and witness to others and be confident in his Holy Spirit. And that's like a, a trending thread, right? Throughout, throughout the, the book of Acts is mm -hmm. this boldness that the disciples have that, um, I don't know. So like when you think about the end of Luke, right? And they're like cooking the fish on the side of the, and uh, on the side of the lake of the sea of Galilee. And Jesus says, you know, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Then do these things. And then Peter you see, when you talk about the Acts of the Apostles, it gets up and rises up in this boldness and is like commanding, you know, people to stand up and walk in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. You know, they're approaching the temple, they're preaching in the temple and they're talking to the, the religious leaders about what they did or didn't do or, or how they, you know, uh, took out the, the son of God, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I thought, I thought that that was pretty fantastic. I think that's fantastic too, because you're right, um, if we rewind to um, the end, they have they could have been filled with so much shame mm -hmm. and let that shame rule uh, and ruin their witness. But when Jesus brings that restoration word, when the opportunity presents itself, man, they go for it mm -hmm. and they do. They they um, are full on. They don't just sh share a gospel that's going to make people feel good. That's designed to draw people in. That's mm -hmm. easy on love, but like low on truth or like a permissive kind of thing. Um, they're just like, they just lay it all out there because if you don't, you're actually doing people a disservice. Yes. So interestingly, I admire it when I read it from back in their day, but mm -hmm. being someone who is a Jesus follower now, am I able to preach a gospel, whether I'm giving an invitation, whether I'm doing like evangelism or whether I'm in conversation with people, um, maybe in positions of power to not temper it because I'm worried about what their response is going to be. It's so hard. Like I want to say I would have that boldness, but mm -hmm. like, but do I have that boldness? Mm -hmm. Because fear kind of comes right up in there um, and wants to yeah, rule and ruin mm -hmm. my witness. And so, you know, I think that's worth discussing. Yeah. How do we do that? Because Acts, it is a thread that runs through this of, of the people of, that follow Jesus speaking truth to those positions of power. Yeah. And quite often it did not go well for them. It didn't. And they are so bold. And I agree 100% with you about just the difficulty of speaking truth when it's not popular. Especially when it's so, I mean, at this time, at the very early stages of the church, so unconventional and they are followers of this guy that was just crucified as a as a criminal and yet they also i find though um empathize with the people that they are preaching to as well for instance in uh, verse um, 17 peter says in that sermon after saying to them you have killed the author of life the originator of life he still says though and now brothers i know that you acted in ignorance 
Now, we might hear that word ignorance in our own sort of modern context and think that's kind of a strong word. Mm -hmm. But what he's acknowledging there is the, the way in which they didn't, the people themselves didn't even exactly know what they were doing and how they are in some way caught up in an even bigger cosmic struggle where God, through Jesus, has defeated his enemies and has actually done it not to stand and accuse them for what they've done, but to rescue them mm -hmm. from these enemies that they were held captive by mm -hmm. since the fall. Wow. What is so powerful about that, too, is, yes, uh, you know, saying you have, you have killed the author of life, and then actually going into offering life, mm. actually saying not just that, that it's, you've acted out of ignorance, but also that repent and turn back. And your sins may be blotted out, the times of refreshing may come. And mm. I think that's so powerful. It's, yeah. it's life. And that is a gospel message people want to hear. That, yes. Like that, um, that it, it can be blotted out. Yes. Like those shames and those pains and those regrets, like they can be blotted out and that... Um, it truly can be that this, like, seasons do change and there is an offer of something beautiful. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this show, please share it with a friend. You can subscribe to the Storyteller series on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or your own favorite podcast store. For more information, visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org.